right, welcome back to episode 16 of Two Knicks Talk Sports. I'm Nick Minocchio here with Nick St. Lawrence. Yo, yo. Um, Super Bowl hangover today for, well, neither of us, because I don't think we were drinking for the game, but most of America. Um, recap the the big game last night, uh, pretty much in and out of the of the whole entire game, the last game of the season, what it meant for Kansas City moving forward, what it means for Philly moving forward, Mahomes' legacy, how Hurts looked in the game, and you know, in and out of pretty much everything, we can break down all of the uh, ins and outs of the game. Um, there's a ton going on. From an NBA perspective, we're going to cover some of the trade deadline that happened, which was just crazy. There was, I don't know, I felt like there was a trade every 10 minutes leading up to the 3 o'clock deadline that day. Um, Celtics got some injuries. What's going on with them going into the All-Star break? Um, how PC's been looking, a few bad losses, that type of stuff. Um, and overall, just the crazy world that we're living in before two weeks ago, there wasn't Uf, UFOs flying around <laughs> in different parts of the world. and Trains the, the were on track. Trains weren't getting derailed and uh, natural disasters in you know, Turkey and all over the place. Pretty much the world's falling apart. So I don't know if this, uh, who knows, every podcast could be our last. But yeah. This legit could be our last <laughs> podcast. If the aliens are here or uh, you know, the day after tomorrow is happening, um, maybe it happens live on two Knicks Talk Sports. Who knows? But, uh, you know, before we get into all that, we'll, we're going to start NFL, but Nick, how are we doing? Good, man. Uh, like I said, we had some off-pod uh, off conversations about just real life, not just sports. A lot going on just in the world today, and, you know, both having kids and things of that nature. It's just, uh, it's wild. Uh, we live in a wild world. It's ever-changing. Um, so, uh, live, live life uh, like there's no tomorrow because uh, you never know, right? We're breathing today, so life's good at the moment. Yeah, I mean, two weeks ago, again, there we there there was not UFOs. Like, there was in, in theory, and we've been shooting down balloons from China. UFOs, we, we don't know what half of the things are over whatever it was, Lake Superior, Alaska, Canada. Fuck, man, I wouldn't be surprised if the aliens just showed up, figured out what was going on here, and were like, yeah, you know what, we're out of here. And and they don't even come on board to Earth, which would be fine. But if they do, maybe they'll take us somewhere better, because this place is falling apart at <laughs> <laughs> the seams. But, um, yeah, let's jump into uh, let's jump into the game. We're going to start with the Super Bowl. Pretty good game, man. Um, yeah, I mean, people are calling it the best game ever. Uh, I mean, I think we obviously disagree. I'll, I'll just... I definitely disagree. I'm sure you do too. But there's been some great Super Bowls that we've watched in the Patriots era, um, and even non-Patriots era. I saw it on Twitter today, and I answered back with a few more that weren't non-Patriots games. Um, but awesome game, nonetheless. The over was blown out of the water. Uh, Chiefs end up winning 38-35. Uh, Mahomes gets his second uh, Super Bowl, so now he's two and one. Um, you know, overall, we, we could touch base on what it means for both teams, uh, obviously legacy-wise, but also going into next year and all that stuff. But just kind of your thoughts 
you know, overall thoughts on the game itself um, and how it all went down and unfolded. It, it, it's higher scoring than anticipated. I thought the defenses were going to do a better job. I guess that's a credit to how good both these quarterbacks really are. And, you know, uh, the, the MVP and then the runner-up, I think, you know, uh, for MVP really put on a show. Both of them, you can't say really anything bad about. You know, Jalen Hurts had a, a unfor- uh, unfortunate fumble uh switching hands on you know a turnaround play whether he's going to throw it or run i don't know um which resulted in a in a recovery and a in a touchdown other than that they were both pretty much perfect uh i went on pod i think last week and said that jalen harris would be the leading rusher um and he would it would be the deciding factor in the game i was almost correct um isaiah i run like my life depended on a pacheco uh he he had six more yards than hertz but hertz also had three touchdowns um he's just really really good um i mean the players played i mean kelsey was a g yeah, Devonta Smith really is has showed up as Jalen Hurts' like go-to option of late, but you cannot sleep on how good AJ Brown was. Uh, he had a ridiculous bomb touchdown that he had a actually like, um, like track the ball. The yeah, he, the he yeah he tracked the ball and then making the catch just with hands only, not body. Uh, really, you know, um, pretty impressive. And then Dallas Garrett, you said was going to be like you know, heavily used, and he had some huge catches in this game, you know, uh, ended up falling short, and then lastly, Juju um, actually was uh, heavily relied upon in the second half, had some big plays, and and then, uh, you know, hop, skip, and a jump, I might be injured tomorrow, Tony um, had two huge plays in the game that kind of won the game for KC on the punt return, or the kickoff return, and, you know, uh, that you know, quick out for the touchdown that he had just prior to. So, uh, overall, pretty good game. I, you know, um, you could say it could have went either way. Um, again, um, I think from a football standpoint, I'm a little upset because they had that call. You know, at the end of the game, I don't think they should have called that. Then the game, similar to, you know, LeBron having the Tampa tantrum on the on the ground um, a few weeks back uh, during our podcast. It just don't like to see games dictated by uh, the Zebras. And, you know, I would have liked to see if Jalen Hurts could have came down the field and tied it or, you know, um, or won the game for them if uh, if that play didn't happen. So. I mean, just the way the game was going, you had to think that he probably, probably would have. I mean, I, who knows? Obviously, defenses get paid too. We, we thought the same thing when Philly played, uh, oh, I don't even know what that was, what, four years ago now, five years ago now, when they pay, played the Patriots. You know, Brady got the ball back and we're like, oh, gonna, Brady's going to go down and score yeah. again and it is what it is. And, you know, Brandon Graham strip sack later and that's it. Um, but yeah, Hurts, I mean, my main, main takeaway from the Philly side, Jalen Hurts is borderline unstoppable rushing the ball. I don't know, I honestly don't know if I've ever seen a quarterback that's run the ball like him because he doesn't, he doesn't run for like, I don't, I don't know how to describe it. He, he doesn't, he, he doesn't look to run first, but they drop a lot of plays for him. He doesn't take a ton of big hits either, it seems like. And the the quarterback sneak that he runs and the way that they run it, especially with that offensive line, he's unstoppable. It's on and and like you know, um, credit to uh, our buddy Jeff Bibby who like you basically said that Jalen Hurts was like 
squatting some ungodly weight in like high school or something the dude's like stupid strong so right. like um that helps when you have and especially that you have you know um kelsey in in center i mean they're just they have a really good offense line and he's just really good i think a credit to like you just said how good he is running the ball is because unlike a lot of these running court lamar and you know um I don't even know who to compare to fields like these other guys that are really good at r- rushing they're not as good at throwing no. well Jalen Hurts is really good at throwing the ball as well so I just think because of that dynamic um <laughs> and it's similar to Mahomes Mahomes is a good runner too just not as good as Hurts um but again he's he's filthy you know throwing the ball but that having that ability to have that two dimension makes him like you just said borderline yeah, and, and just makes their offense really really good because again you can't you're going to make one of the linebackers spy on him. Good luck because then you got Devonta Smith and A.J. Brown each on one side or on both on one side because Smith can play the slot. A.J. Brown runs a, um, a slant route just as good, if not better, than anyone else in the league. And he is just as big as, any, if not any other wide receiver in the league. I mean, last night he even looked, for whatever reason, he looked jacked up. Um, and then you got Goddard. Who's he seemed for whatever reason again last night he seemed bigger uh, than I, I guess I remembered him to be. I know he's been he's a big you know a big boy, but um, yeah they just they just have weapons and you know I, I credit the KC defense I guess for limiting them in the second half to eleven points if you want to call it that. I mean they gave up thirty five for the game. It's tough to say hey KC defense played well, but they played much better in the second half you know, letting up 11. Um, we talked about this just before we came on the air. Mahomes' second half, you know, might be the greatest that he – definitely definitely might be the greatest he's ever played. I don't know if it's the greatest half that anyone's ever played. Brady's played some good ones in the Super Bowl. I'm pretty sure Foles was, like, superhuman in the Super Bowl. Flacco was really good. Um, but Mahomes' second half was just – it was near perfect. 17 yeah. points in the fourth quarter is serious, you know, like just... And there's been so many games like that for him, too. Even the other Super Bowl win, the, the 49ers Super Bowl win, he was down 10 with, whatever, eight minutes to go in that Super Bowl, and it was... Then he ripped off two 40-yard plays, one to Kelsey, one to Tyreek Hill. So, I mean, he's got the knack. He's got that that comeback ability. Um, and it just... It, it didn't matter. Like, it, when you when you line up the rosters... Just even looking at the box score, you got Devonta Smith, A.J. Brown, Dallas Goddard. If you would have told me before the game, Jalen Hurts was going to have three rushing touchdowns, 300 yards passing, and Smith, Goddard, and, and Brown were going to combine for 19 catches and basically 250 yards, yeah. 260 yards, you would say they'd get, like, okay, when's the parade, right? right? Like, And then you look on the other side, and it's, Kelsey had a good game, 6 for 81, but I would have thought Kelsey would have needed a bigger game for Kansas City to win than that, or at least a multiple touchdown game. I mean, look at it, though. Mahomes, like, even though he was near perfect rating in, in completion percentage, he only had 182 yards. Yep. Like, legit, Hurts almost doubled him up. So, again, you know, we talked about this off pod. You take that fumble recovery touchdown yeah, away. Yeah, that was huge. I mean, this game might... I mean, it, not only that, that happened... Right before half, like so, like that doesn't happen. Momentum's a big thing in in, in any sport, and in who knows. But I mean, would have, could have, should a lot of th- different things. Bottom line is he didn't make mistakes as usual, and no sacks too. Could, so yeah. I mean, Kansas City's offensive line 
I mean, you have to give credit to them because we talked about this going into the game. Philly's got a hell of a pass rush, so they were they didn't show up. But it just was was what it was. Like to to I mean I I can't even tell you how many times Mahomes was pressured. Really, yeah, you know a few times in the first half, but I don't know about the second half. It, it didn't seem like he was uncomfortable at all. And then again, for him to have a quote-unquote bad ankle and then get it re-aggravated in the game, and still he rushed for 44 yards. I mean, that, one, that, one of which, I mean, after the controversial call, he had pretty much the game-clinching run. Right. It was like 17 yards or something like that. Like, that was huge. Like um, that, that, that sealed the deal for them. And I mean, again, I'm not a Pat Mahomes fan. Um, I'm not anyone that's not the Patriots fan, really, sure. but I do give credit where credit's due, and the dude's really, uh, he's really good, and, um, you know, he doesn't boast a brag on the field, too. I, you know, it's hard, similar to, like, Jalen Hurts, it's hard to not like, like, at least, either of them. you know, uh, to, to hate these guys, you know, because yep. um, they just go out and they do their job, and they do it at an extremely high level, and, you know, credit to him, like, credit to Mahomes uh, for, uh, you know, for another Super Bowl win, another Super Bowl MVP. Um, what he has done in the short tenure of his NFL career is pretty astonishing. Um, we'll see what you know uh, next year brings, but I honestly think both these teams are going to be in the hunt again next year. I mean, uh, I can't see too many pieces leaving. Their head coaches are both very good, um, and their leaders are not going anywhere. So when you have Mahomes and Hurts, I just think you're going to be in good hands. I think um, Philly's locked up with most of their guys. I could be wrong. I know Miles Sanders is a free agent. They'll probably let him walk. I mean, we, we uh, this is another thing that we brought up, like all the Super Bowl running backs in mm-hmm. their salaries and like just running backs. You just don't pay them, right? You know, there's no reason to pay them, especially when you have Gainwell and Boston Scott. You know, um, Your first-round draft so, pick, too. Like maybe you, maybe you draft who knows, you know, someone yeah. high or – you take a shot, but also with Hertz, you don't really need a, a bell cow back because Hertz is going to run the ball, right? And he's your short, basically your short yardage back, anyways, because he's going to get everything from five yards and in. Um, I like Sanders. Uh, I do. I agree with you wholeheartedly. I do like Sanders, but like Gainwell, to me, like before the season started, I actually thought he was going to be the guy, and and the reason being is. He might not be as good of a pure runner as Sanders, but because he can catch the ball so well, yeah. I just think he makes that threat better, especially when you have a guy that you know runs that you know that option, um, you know the, that that play pass run option. So um, I don't know. Yeah, I agree. Uh, you don't need somebody that's insane when you have. No, Jones. I don't think they're going to pay Sanders. Someone probably will. I don't think he'll. You know, he's not going to break the bank or anything like that. But I no. could see him getting like a three-year deal somewhere, and you know, making ten, twelve million a year or something like that. He did a great year this year, so... He uh, did. Um, it, his usage in the game was weird. Wicked We talked weird. about this. I mean, yeah. he only had seven carries, only one target. So, I mean, seven touches total for 16 yards. Really, really strange. <clears throat> um, Boston Scott got a, you know got in there. Gainwell had four catches. Um, so, they, I mean, they spread the ball around anyways, but it, it, was, I don't know, it was a little unique the way that that all kind of unfolded. Um Credit, credit to, uh, you know, uh, coaching, too. Andy Reid's really good. I mean, everyone keeps talking about everyone else except him. Yep. Um, I mean, the dude is arguably one of the best coaches. You can argue right now that he might be the best coach in the league right now. I mean, you can really, you know, I hate to say that over Bill because I love Bill, but he's just really good. He's really good at scheming. I mean, those two end 
passing touchdowns with the same play. Just yeah, you, mirrored. Was, you were definitely saying that they you know, were just basically you know, like the mirror yeah, play of each yeah, other. Yeah, it was Kadaris 21 way, and then they came down the next one, and it was Sky Moore the other way. Um, you know, Jeff, Jeff, our buddy Jeff was saying that on the holding penalty was to out to flat again. It just wasn't there, and Juju, you know, shot up up the field, you know, causing the hold uh, that ended up sealing the game. But either way, I mean, the fact that you can scheme and just keep fucking scoring and score 17 points in the fourth quarter is it's impressive. 24 and a half, you yeah. know, like 20, 24 in the second half. To, to win the Super Bowl, too. They came right out, right out after the half, too, and drove right down the field and scored seven. Right. Um, and then got the turnover that was reviewed. That that easily could have been a catch, fumble, return again for a touchdown. Hmm. Um, I, I mean, I don't know if it was a catch or not. I don't think it was because, and I forget who it was, if that was Sanders or Scott, but... Um, he got popped real yeah. quick. He didn't make a football move. Yeah, it, just, it depends he, on like he how you turned and got. He hit. had possession of the ball, but based on the rules, he didn't make a football <laughs> right. move after that. So it is what it is. But I mean, you can. I mean, I'm sure there's arguments on both both ends, and I understand it. Yeah, agreed. Um, so thoughts on Mahomes? Five years in, five AFC championships, three Super Bowls, one loss, obviously to Brady. The two others comeback wins. You know, people talking about are he's on. Basically, he's tracking down Brady already and all of that stuff. So obviously, we we would put that to sleep real quick. With you know, Brady's been to ten. This guy's been to three. You know, but five years in the league, five AFC Championship games. I mean, it's pretty legit. Uh, he bottom line, he could he could he could retire tomorrow and he would be a hall of famer that's how that's how good the resume he has done in the short tenure he played the problem is is like i just hate when people try to say like he's already like there's a difference between a hall of famer and then the best of all time yeah i mean it's just it's just just chill just let this dude play his career and then have that conversation like um and i'm not just saying that because i am a brady fan dude brady did it for like 300 years like the dude literally owns almost every possible you know, uh, record in the NFL as a quarterback. So just, just chill for a minute. Um, he's, he's got two, Brady's got seven. Um, yeah, he's got some, he's got some, uh, some makeup so. time. I mean, again, he would have to, even if he, put, he goes to five, he goes to the next five circles and wins them all, which is not happening, obviously. Um, he, he ties Brady, you know, it's just like, yeah. Come on. He's got a long, 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 long way to go um, if he ever gets there. And the AFC is getting better, man. So, like, I will say it's not going to be, you know, it's not going to be easy. It wasn't easy, and that makes it impressive. I per- I can't say that. I was just going to say something I think I would have regretted saying, saying that AFC is better than the NFC. But, like, there's some freaking pretty big juggernauts, uh, you know, um, quarterback-wise in the, in the AFC. You know, yeah. Allen, Burrow, and him are pretty ridiculous. I've heard, you know, some uh, – rumblings that um, the Jets have asked, you know, uh, if uh, Rodgers was available for trade. And if Rodgers comes to the Jets, I mean, they got a, they had two, you know, uh, rookies. Wilson yeah, would be happy. yeah, offensive rookie of the year. And, and, and you know, uh, they had the defensive rookie of the year as well. Um, and Sauce Gardner. So, I, I mean, you have a guy like that go to a, a really talented team. They could they could be much better, and that's just another stacked you know uh, team in the AFC. So again, um, Trevor Lawrence is on the come up. They were really good uh, this year. Herbert I mean, still. I, I know mean, they still have Staley, but 
Right. Maybe Herbert takes the next step and just starts taking over games and actually winning, you know, starts winning some of those games by three rather than losing them by three. Maybe Matt gets some help and, you know, he's better. I'm not putting him by any means in the category of the best quarterbacks, um, but, you know, uh, he did have a hell of a rookie season, so uh, we'll see. I mean, the bottom line <laughs> is is that, like, you, the point of that whole thing was to, to do repeats or five in a row or anything like that is just good yes, luck. Good luck. It's not happening. Um, going into next year, too, uh, again, I think I think Hertz is another year in. Um, he's I mean, he's only getting he's only getting better. Obviously, this year he could have been the MVP minus the injury, but he was right there with Mahomes. You know, maybe he takes the next step as well and does this for a full season. Um, I have him in the, my auction keeper league at like I don't know. 10 bucks or something like that that I drafted him for. So uh, between him and Kenneth Kenneth Walker at $2, I'm pretty well, well pretty well set for next year. I think I got some cash that I can splurge pretty early on uh, on some other big-name guys and have a pretty decent team. But, I mean, he's, he's only going to get better, and he just seems like the type of guy that's not going to be satisfied with this. I mean, you mentioned it, what he said after the game too, um, and he's just really hard to, to not like. The guy just seems like he puts in the work. He doesn't talk a ton of shit. And even if he does talk shit, like we like people that talk shit, but he's not an a-hole. He doesn't no. come off like an a-hole. Super humble, very and he also confident. he seems very real about yeah. it. Like he lives, uh, he seems like he lives like the mantra that he plays football by. Like he doesn't seem like he's a fugaze off the field. Yeah, it's or, not like a persona. Right, just exactly. Football, and yeah. Burrow's the same way. That's yeah. why we like Burrow and, you know, respect him. Whereas, actually, I can't even say that, like, Josh Allen's the same way. Like Josh Allen seems like he, you know, he, he's like a tough guy on the field, but off the field, he he kind of comes off that way too. Whereas like Rogers doesn't to me. Like Rogers seems fake in, in a sense, and I think that's why a lot of people he rubs a lot of people the wrong way. Favre was that way with certain people. Um, in a in a in a weird sense. Russell like, Wilson clearly. I mean, yeah, Brady too. Even though we don't see it that way, but I know Brady rubbed people the wrong way. Um, with certain things, but Hurts, I just don't know how you can't like him unless you're a Giants fan, a Redskins fan, a Cowboys fan, and you hate him because he plays for the Eagles. But again, we could but, say that about Mahomes, and this is why we don't like him. But when it comes sure, to the respect absolutely. of a human, a player, and how they carry themselves, both of these guys to me are just true professionals. Um, again, Mahomes was literally sitting on. And again, I know we're talking about Hurts, but this is like just showing the character. He was, uh, after the game, was sitting with whoever, ESPN or whatever, like explaining the game. And his stupid-ass brother yeah. is taking a TikTok, like like doing some stupid fucking dance. Well, you can see him on the video. And yeah. like, Pat doesn't break stride and just stays in, stays true. And like, dude, that's his brother acting a complete clown, yeah. you know, uh, and only can do that because of because of him. And he just doesn't like he just doesn't break it. I just that just it shows this dude's he's legit. I mean, in the whole you know, playing with the injury um, again, I go back to Jalen Hurts last year when the when those the um, the railing fell and all those dude he could have just kept walking all like been like oh my god you know he was legit trying to help people you know he loses a huge game where I'm sure that that entire team Philly thought they they could have won that game or should have won that whatever they however you want to spin it. 
And he was just like, listen, I'm going to take this as a learning experience. And, and and just like you said, I believe him. He's done that already. He did it, you know, Alabama when he went uh, in and transferred to Oklahoma. So, I mean, we'll see. Um, hard, hard not to root for the guy. And Devonta Smith and uh, A.J. Brown and Goddard are all young. They're not going anywhere. So, um, they're going to be fucking nasty. So. Yeah, I, I think – I think they're. I think Philly's there to stay more in the NFC than KC is in the AFC. I just think there's more competition in the AFC, and I also think KC is up against it with their cap because Mahomes makes Mahomes makes so much money, and Hertz is still on a rookie deal. That's a huge difference in Correct. obviously building the teams. So and Kelsey and Schuster are both one year older. I older, mean, right. you know, yeah, so exactly. um, they're they're definitely on the wrong side. Then I feel yeah. like like they're on the back nine. Yeah, right. I think Philly's on the front nine. Kelsey definitely. Huh? I mean, how old is Kelsey? I mean, 20? who knows? He's probably like twenty four because we were always wrong when we guessed. <laughs> we guessed P Ryan was like thirty five and he was twenty six. Um, but yeah, I mean, heck of a game. Uh, again, not. My he's favorite 33. Super Bowl, Kelsey. Yeah. Yeah. So he's so, yeah. you know one you or know. two more years of of solid play before you would think he's Juju's start like 26. Off. I'm gonna say. Um, but he's a free agent. Juju. I think he signed a one year deal with. They them. did say they're trying to re-sign, uh, re-sign him. I, yeah. I did. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if he stayed just because why wouldn't you want to stay with Mahomes? Right. But also, if someone's gonna give him he's 26 some right. cash, then he's never really had a big payday for right. whatever reason. So. Um, yeah, again, not my favorite Super Bowl of all time. Great game. I think, you know, people love the game because it, 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 it just had a lot of star power in it. Ended with a, you know, game. What was the line? Play, uh, Philly had one and a half? Uh, yeah, they were giving one and a half. They were giving one and a half, and then yep. that was 51, right? Yeah, the over-under was so, 51. So, so basically, Chiefs and the over would have won? Yep, Chiefs and the over, which um, none of us had. Because no. we both thought Philly was going to win, so <laughs> uh, that's why we're still poor today. Yeah. So yeah, we'll. Uh, I mean, we'll we'll cover some. I'm sure we'll get into draft once the draft's coming up. Uh, the combine's going to come up a little bit before then. We'll get into some of the prospects that hopefully the Patriots are going to be looking at. Um, again, we're not you know Todd McShay and Mel Kiper over here, but we're definitely going to start looking at holes that our team has, other teams have where we see some of these top guys going, what the draft's going to look like, that type of stuff. But it kind of wraps up NFL season. Not that there's like an off season with, with them at all, because it seems like it just starts right back up. Still a but, fucking hell of a good season. You know? um, yeah, it was an awesome football year. Definitely an awesome football football year. And the best two teams were left. Yeah, which is, co- which is with, cool to with see. The, with the best two players. And, so. I, and I'm not going to lie, I really, uh, I was... High on certain players when it comes to fantasy, and we started this pod. We thought, you know, we potentially do a fantasy, and we, you know, kind of switched gears, you know, second podcast, and you know, just did it more of a sports podcast, which I actually like better. However, um, I mean, I had a good fantasy year too. So, uh, all in all, I think football is just a awesome sport to watch. Football's still king, man. Yeah, I mean, would they say 113 million people or something like that watched the game last night? Which I'm surprised it's even that little that it wasn't even more than that and that's not even including like everyone watching it together but right. just like households watching it so um huge numbers as always um so yeah we'll uh we'll jump off the nfl train for yeah. a little while probably for a month or you know six weeks or whatever until the combine and then you know we'll check back in after that but um and as NBA? we were yeah as we were off last week uh, the trade deadline happened, yep. and the trade deadline was 
banana land. Yeah, one of the crazier trade deadlines that I remember. I mean, former players were legit tweeting, like, best, um, you know, NBA trade deadline ever. Like I just don't even know. Again, I mean, Big-time trades, too, not like little was, guys. There was trades that I, lo- I, I, I looked at, and I'm like, what? How many, how many second round picks? Like right. what? What is going on? So there, I mean, there was just a ton. Nick, tell um, me your best pick. That, 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 let's let's just jump right into it. I want to know there was a lot going on. Who do you think? Um, who got better? Uh, who who really? Uh, I mean, I think won. Dallas got better for this year. For right now, for this year, I think Dallas got better because. You could say what you want about Kyrie Irving, but and I don't know how he's going to fit with Luca. But you're legit putting two basically like all NBA players together, where Luca was Dinwiddie's good player. Um, Dinwiddie's a really good player, but he's not Kyrie. No, I hate Kyrie off the field. I mean, off the court. But um, sorry, we switch gears to basketball. But um, he's. I mean, I just watched like a interview with uh garnett and and pearson garnett was going bananas on like he thinks that Gar- uh Kyrie and luca are top 10 players obviously we know that luca's top three player in the league right um and i i, th- I think you can make the argument i don't know personally if i would put Kyrie in my top 10 but it, it would be in my top 15 i think he's close he's um, close for sure and i hate him and we hate him but when you again he's when ridiculous you, when you remove player, the emotional aspect of He's unbelievable. Not liking him. Yeah, I don't know if you saw the play the other night where he got blocked by by Kawhi. It was coming down and, and still put it up and in. Pumped back from Kawhi Leonard, which is insane, and and put it off the backboard and in. Um, I think Dallas again. Dallas gave up a, a lot. Uh, twenty twenty nine first round pick. It, it could be. 2029 first round pick could be that's deep my son like I have no idea you know what I'm saying to to unprotected 2029 first round pick who the hell knows what that is but if it's anything it's 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 huge for the Nets because the Nets are always trading their picks so now they're getting the picks um, and then obviously them moving on from Durant was huge as well they got four first round picks for Durant. And a 2028 pick swap, and Bridges and Cam Johnson will like that. I don't, I don't, I don't understand the 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 love affair with Durant in that style because Durant's injured right now. He's been injured the past few seasons. Not only that, but Mikel Bridges was runner-up for Defensive Player of the Year last year. You just took away your yeah. best defender. Yeah, the Nets. I think the Nets again. They had to do what they had to do with Kyrie, and I think they got a decent haul for him. What they got for Durant, I think they absolutely killed the Suns in that trade. To get three players and essentially five picks, four first-round picks and a pick swap, um, if for whatever reason Phoenix isn't good for the next five years, like those picks are going to be good, and who knows? I mean, CP3's got to be two or three years left in the league. I don't know. Durant is, say what you want, he's an injury away from being... He might never play again. That's right. how many like, injuries he's had. He just keeps having injury after injury after injury, and, the, and he's not built for the injuries, just the way he's built. Um, so I don't know. I think I think Brooklyn got better. I think they got addition by subtraction. Um, 
they have a really weird lineup that they were putting out. I don't know if it was tonight or if it was yesterday, what it was, but they were essentially starting like four forwards in a center. They're, they're Dinwiddie's playing point guard, uh, Bridges, who's listed as a forward, but I think he's playing like the two. Um, Cam, I mean, they got shooters all over the place. Joe Harris shot six for six the other night in the second quarter. They, I think they still have Curry. I could be wrong unless he got traded. I don't even know. But and what's his name? Uh, he, he, Cam Thomas. Uh, Cam Johnson. No, no, the, he was oh, already on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For, oh, he was, was already, already on, on the Nets? Yes. As soon as they got traded, he had like three back-to-back-to-back 40-point to back to back games. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you have, you know, and, and we talk about this all the time, like how many great players just lying in wait. You know, we talked oh, about yeah. it in football with Purdy, and now you got this guy in like. But he emerges as some guy that, you know, could do damage. I mean, like you just said, maybe the Nets really win that win that trade. I mean, the problem is they were in fourth in the East when they made this insane trade and trade away your two superstars. So just but maybe they just looked at it and just like we kind of just did. They had to do what they had to do with Kyrie, right? Like he just it were just they winning? Working. Were they winning the East? No, exactly. So. so and and they're behind all three teams in front of them are better, even when they're fully healthy. I don't, Correct. So I think they just sold high. Um, the fact that they got Durant's essentially on IR and you know, I know there's no IR but like he's out they don't even have a timeline for him to mm-hmm. come back yet and they traded him for four first round picks it's like I would have done the same thing um, I'm looking at ESPN right now and whatever this added on the ad is on the sideline about toenail fungus is disgusting <laughs> um, I think the Lakers got better uh, I was actually uh, well. so so, and I hate the Lakers. It, but I, I think they got much better well, by get, getting rid of Westbrook, but also the players that they and brought Beverly. in too. Um, yeah, I, I definitely agree. D'Angelo Russell is pretty legit. When yep. he gets hot, he's he can shoot, and they need they're in desperation need of people that can knock down shots. And same thing with Beasley. When he gets hot, he's he gets hot. So I, I do think that's good. And listen, five years ago, Russell Westbrook was arguably my favorite player in the league um and he went on a terrible path and i hate to see him get the hate that he gets so him going to the jazz i actually think he's going to help them he's a really good facilitator um and he can do a lot of things you know rebound the ball and increasing the pace and you know um yeah i I think uh i think he could be good for the jazz so um i i think it was kind of good for everyone in that so there was uh, so i saw a talk of him possibly getting bought out which then in turn the two teams that I saw that were would be interested in him were the Clippers and the Bulls. So I think the Clippers would be eliminated from that now because they got the kid Highland from yeah, Denver. Highland, right. So I don't I don't think that makes sense for them, but maybe the Clippers make sense. I don't know. Um, and the Bulls, I don't even know where the Bulls are in the East or if they're in the playoffs or. What I, I feel like the Bulls should be way better than they are, so I don't know if why like why Westbrook would go there. But I think if Westbrook went there, like they drafted um, Colby White out of North Carolina. And he I thought he was going to be really good. He I thought wasn't. I thought he was going to be better than he is too. But also, so you if you if you are signing Westbrook, you're giving up on Colby White because you're not he, he's not getting the minutes right. that he needs to develop. Um, well, what's his name? He's never coming back. Lonzo Ball's dead. Lonzo Ball's knee is R.I.P. It's waving the white flag. So, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I, but I do think I do think the Lakers got better again with 
even even the the um, the other kid that they got from Minnesota Vanderbilt is not bad at all. I think he was. I couldn't tell you his defensive numbers off the top of my head, but from the games that I've watched, late night games that I've watched with him, I always thought he was a solid player. Um, I just think they got more shooting to surround LeBron with. Now, whether Anthony Davis stays healthy or not, who the hell knows? Um, they also got Mo Bamba. Yeah, that helps they, with they size. Traded, they traded Thomas Bryant to Denver, who I thought was decent. And then they got Mo Bamba. And I was surprised to look at Mo Bamba shoots like 40% from three or something like that. He shoots 50% from the field. I'm just looking at it right now. He's shooting on the season. He's 40% from three. Jeez, I didn't even know he could shoot threes. I no idea. I had no idea. So, like, to trade Thomas Bryant, who when he came out of college, I thought he was actually going to be better. Like when they got him, I'm like, oh shoot, he's they're going to be legit because they're big. Because they got uh, when Orlando got him, they already had Isaac, and um, then they went and traded what's his name from uh, the Bulls. uh, Where's the glasses? Uh, Vujovic. No, no. uh, Well, they had him too. I thought they did have Uh, him. No. um, it's going to bother me. Hold but, on. yeah, so for, for the Lakers to get rid of Westbrook, Beverly, and Thomas Bryant, who all three of them, I mean, I don't know if Thomas Bryant shot a three on the season, but uh, Beverly and, and Westbrook have to shoot probably like 20% from three. I have no idea. Mobamba shoots 40%. D'Angelo Russell could win you win you games straight mm. up. And um, Malik Beasley is the same way. Like, he's basically like... 16 points a game off the bench. Like, I don't think he's going to get that run in L.A. Wendell Carter is the guy I was talking about. Yeah, Wendell Carter. Yeah, but they they just got better. Right, correct. For for what they are. 100%. uh, For what they they need to. Needs, right. They need to have shooting to surround LeBron with, and they did it. And the fact they they got rid of Westbrook and didn't have to, like, mortgage even more of their future to do so was a win. Yeah, agreed. A couple other uh, key moves. Uh, Mason Plumlee going to the Clippers definitely, you know, he gets, like, shitted on. I actually think he's a decent big man. Not like some Clippers su- hot superstar. Uh, yeah, you get you get a big guy. I, I was looking at a, uh, uh, a trade that I thought it was crazy. So Josh Richardson, uh, dude that we just, like, gave up uh, for scraps because he sucked, right? He went to the Spurs. I think we traded him to get Derek White, actually. Um, so they traded Spurs traded Josh Richardson to the Pelicans for Devontae Graham, which at this point in time I think Devontae Graham's a better player than Josh Richardson, and four second round picks. Yeah, I don't know. The, the That's pe- crazy to me. Second round picks were getting passed around like COVID. Devontae Graham and four second round picks of Josh Richardson. That's just fucking insane. There was a lot of trades that second round picks were going around. The the other one. Um, the Hachimura trade, the Lakers, another guy that they got, three second round picks in that one. Uh, there was one, I want to say there was one that was five second round picks. The the Lakers trade with D'Angelo Russell and Westbrook, the Timberwolves got three second round picks in that. Yeah, that's, um, that's, that's wild. Yeah, three second round. The Clippers, uh, so the Clippers got uh, three second round picks for the Eric Gordon so they Clippers got oh that's the other person they got they got Eric Gordon yep. um, and three second round picks and 
uh, who they give up? Luke Kennard, I think, right? So yeah. I think he went to the Grizzlies in this three-way trade, and then John Wall went back to the Rockets after he talked shit. Danny Green went to the Rockets, but then got the buyout, and then a protected pick from the Clippers. And, dude, shout out Luke Kennard. That guy committed A1 bank robbery. He got, like, a four-or-five-year deal yeah, we, from we the talked Clippers about that, like, for, like, $84 million or something like that. I don't think he ever shot 40% ever again. And, hey, God bless him, man. I would have done the same exact thing. But he that might be one of the worst contracts I've ever seen in my entire life. Him and uh, who's the other white guy, not Tyler Hero, in um, Miami? Robinson. Duncan yeah, Robinson. Duncan. He got paid the same thing. Did he even play minutes anymore? I don't even know if he plays. He, I, I have no idea. I, I don't watch a ton of Heat games. Here it is. The uh, Wiseman trade. Wiseman got traded to the Pistons, Sadiq yep. Bay to Atlanta. Uh, Golden State got Kevin Knox and five second-round picks. Well, I got three conditional second-round picks here. Why? Um, okay. Why on earth five second-round picks? Oh, no. Oh, so I got the, the Blazers received five future second-round picks. Like, why? 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 Should, like, I don't even understand. Why, why the second-round picks? There's got to be something to it. Like, it's got to yeah. be a... Um, but Gary Payne didn't for, he didn't he didn't pass his physical, but they said they're still gonna go through with the trade anyways. Yeah, he's out for another month. Um, I like Wiseman leaving. I actually thought he was gonna be really good. They just didn't utilize him. Um, so maybe goes to Pistons. But the problem is that they got that dude Jalen Durham, who's really good in college, and he's yeah. been blowing up um, as of late. Uh, so. I think he's going to the bench. I think they oh, said they oh, started. No, they said that they're starting Wiseman and they're putting Durant on the bench. Really? That's what. That's what was report. I don't. I don't. I don't forget who that was. I don't know if it was like Windhorse or whoever. But when that trade went down, it was the next day when they were talking about it. Uh, they weren't going to make their. They, they the players can't play yet because they didn't finalize the trade. Blah blah blah. But that Wiseman was going to start, and they have another um, center as well, Isaiah Stewart. Yeah. Or whatever well, his he's name like, is. Yeah, he's, I think that's the dude that went like bananas on and wanted to kill LeBron. Yeah. Uh, Yep. Um, he runs like Isaiah Pacheco. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh Yeah, his life is on the line. Yeah, why is I I mean I thought he was gonna be really good. Like when they he, he was like wasn't he like a top five he was like a, and he a was high number pick. two. Number two and number pick. three. Yeah, he was he a high just pick. didn't fit with the team. Yeah. It was weird. They were I I don't know, but I, I feel like Golden State's Yeah, Draymond Green came out and said something along the lines like, you know, he just didn't live up to what he and, and he's like happy for him that he gets a new home just like have a fresh start. So. Yeah, I, I'm sure it's got to be tough to like fit into that type of like squad too because maybe I mean, he's a possession guy. Maybe he's a ball more, and you're not going to get it when you have the shooters that the they ball have. the ball just doesn't stick in yeah. in Golden State, right? Like especially with Pool too. Pool being now a, you got a three guy ridiculous shooters. The ball. You know. Um, so yeah, I mean the trade deadline was just bananas. Uh, I mean one we didn't cover on here, but the Celtics got. Muscala, uh, man. Muscala. That was my next go. So. So I I, I like that. I love they, it. They got they got rid of Justin Jackson, who wasn't. Who barely signed. He yeah. barely made the team. Yeah. And so, two, you know, future second round picks like Muscala is a tall dude that yep. can shoot. He's been an instant. Uh, he didn't even know the offense yet, and he's averaged double digits his first two games with the Celts. So. Yeah, I like um, I liked getting him. Um, again, anyone any. Anyone with an F or a C next to their name for forward or center that can shoot, I'm fine with the Celtics getting because the more shooters that they can get, 
the Celts are going to shoot 43s a game, right? Like we've learned this at this point. We kind of hate it in some games when we look up and they're three for 23 and we're like, yeah, just keep shooting. Yeah. Them, absolutely. But they do. Yeah. And that's how they get into games and, and maybe out of games. Yeah, but. and sometimes out of games, too, because some of these leads that they have when they have 15-point leads and they're still firing threes. Um, but, again, he fits the he fits what they're looking to do on offense. I don't know a ton about him on defense. I couldn't tell you if the guy... He hasn't looked great on defense, but also the people like the that. people he's went up against were, you know, um, were pretty good the last two games, well, at least, you know, um, with John Morant the last game. But, uh, I mean, dude's... Uh, Six eleven. Dude, dude's been legit. He he can shoot the freaking <laughs> ball, and I like that he doesn't. He wasn't hit all. Again, two games is not enough of a sample size for me to like go all in on this dude. But no hesitation in his shooting since he came in and stretches the floor and it allows it makes Robert Williams job a lot easier. And then it's just good for Horford too. Another guy that can come in and stretch the floor and shoot threes to give Horford that break because. Yep. We're going to need him in the playoffs, you know, and uh, health's unfortunately been, you know, uh, you know, not to turn right to the Celtics, but I do want to talk about them next, but it's been a kind of an issue as of late, uh, you know, with all, all our guys getting a little banged up. Well, I mean, let's, know. I mean, we can get into them right now and, and just looking, I'm looking at Muscala right here. He, I mean, he had five rebounds in 17 minutes against Memphis. And what, 12 points? Uh, 10 points, Ten five points. rebounds, two falls in 17 minutes, which... You know, I'll man, take I it. love people that fall. I'll, t- I'll um, take that all day. Yeah, absolutely. He's a 40% on the dot free throw, uh, excuse me, three-point shooter, 80% from the line. And what do you, what do you shoot at the Hornets? He had 12 points, I think, on, against the Hornets. Uh, Hornets, 12 points, yep, in 16 minutes. And how, any boards, anything? Uh, a rebound, two assists, a block, and a fall. Okay. So, uh, like, I'm, I'm fine with him coming off the bench, playing 15 to 18 minutes a game, Getting oh, you know, three or Especially four if or you five shots, like that. something like that, um, fits fits well. Yeah, him him. I mean, I don't know. I think it was last game. Like him, Pritchard, and uh, Grant Williams. I think started, but I mean, having those two guys off the bench, having double digits. I mean, perfect with that. You know, um, I think uh, picking up with the Celtics the last time they were winning, they won against the Nets. Um, the last time we were on. They lost. We had a shoe win against the Suns. That was a game that uh, our friend went to. We thought it was going to be a shoe win. They ended up losing that game. They played pretty terrible. And it was due to terrible shooting from the three-point line in that game. Yep. Um, and then since then, they're on a four-game winning streak. They won against the Pistons, won against the 76ers. Again, we own them. And we didn't even have, like, half our starters because Jalen Brown, um, since our last pod, uh, got elbowed in the face by – uh, Tatum and has a broken facial bone and is going to be the mass warrior when he comes back. Um, and then a win against the Hornets and then a big win against the Grizzlies uh, last night um, or yesterday, um, which was which was pretty big, a, a pretty good game. Um, but yeah, we picked up Muscala. He's he's fit right in the last two games. Um, Derek White's straight balling out uh, the, this past week. Nick, you said he got something. Uh, he got Eastern Conference Player of the Week. Yeah, that's this, pretty, um, pretty good. I, I want to say this afternoon at like 3 o'clock. I was just looking at it. He's averaging uh, over the past week 25 points, 8 assists, 6 rebounds or something like that, shooting 53% from the field. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, 
And him and since since Brown's been out, Hauser man. I was just gonna say Hauser has been a flamethrower. Uh, fifteen, so fifteen. He had twenty 14, points in the last 12, game of the game before. 20, so what's that? Thirty plus twenty is sixty-two divided by four. I mean, he's at like sixteen, seventeen points a game or something like that. Um, Confidence is back, shooting at a high level, no hesitation. Just and now that he's splashing again, it's just. Oh man! It's like 15 points a game. We got we got people out left and right. Brogdon's out with a you know a, um, Achilles. a sore Achilles, and then you got you know uh, Brown's out with a broken yeah. face. Um, Smart's still out with the ankle. Um, Tatum's sick now. Tatum's Tatum's got the fake COVID. Um, well, shit's getting wild, but um, hopefully it, <laughs> from from. Uh, from the sounds of it, uh, we're not going to have uh, be at anywhere close to full strength for the, you know, uh, Valentine's Day um, showdown with the Bucks. So it might be a massacre on. Uh, yeah, they mail it in tomorrow. So, There's like seven uh, guys on the injury report. But but we said it. You you oh, you said it, I didn't say shit. Uh, last pod, you were like if they can get to like 40, 41 wins before the All Star break, they're in good hands. They're at forty one already. Um, and then regardless if they don't if they get if they take the L tomorrow against the Bucks and then get a W against Detroit on Wednesday that puts yep. them at 42 before the All-Star break and that's pretty legit so dude I'm surprised and I'm just looking at Hauser right now I get I don't know why sometimes I'm just like surprised by people's age Hauser's 25 oh shit he's younger than I thought so he's decent on defense too yeah he's not bad at all um I I like him a lot um he's this is his it says experience first season so, yeah, uh, I, I could be wrong here. Um, it's he, he's he's got one one year previous to this. I think this is his second year. Anyways, um, he played for Virginia, so he probably shot like three shots a game at Virginia because they average like forty five points and play defense. Like their life depends on it. But I like it because he's actually we've talked about this numerous times. He is definitely underrated on defense. He had like a. A pretty sick play yesterday. Like, like I think it was him and Pritchard. Like, and they got a sick blocked steal. Yep. Like outlet. They're pretty legit. So I mean, um, especially when Brown comes back, you have like, you have these guys that can just plug in off the bench and give guys minutes and get you, a little you, bit of confidence you know, yeah. for them. Well, and and you know you're not wavering too much when you know your superstars go out. You're like, okay, these guys can come in and still be nasty. You know, uh, Grant Williams, another one. Is, playing really good as a starter and you know um maybe they just keep him as a starter because he's younger and you know let these guys that have a bigger impact but you know can play less minutes and you know keep them healthy throughout the you know uh remainder of the season so um either way we still got the number one uh record in the nba on a four game winning streak um a little banged up but still looking good and we're getting we got got three wins now all uh, Tatum did come alive against the Hornets. I think he had like 40-something points or 40 points. Um, but against the Sixers and Grizzlies, he had two bad games, and we still got Ws, and those are two legit teams. So, yep. um, And both without – well, the Sixers, I think, is the game where Brown went out. So he didn't play at least played, the second I half. I say he played like 18 yeah. minutes. Um, maybe maybe even even less. So, so you got – you know, basically your, your other guys – um, one, two big games for you, which is fucking phenomenal. I mean, White turned into, obviously, one Eastern Conference Player of the Week. He turned into an all-star. Yeah. We're getting the starter minutes. So that just he goes did to that show early you know, in the year, too. Yeah. Yeah, he had a, he had a, he had a, 
I want to say like another like four or five game stretch earlier in the year where he shot like 75%. Then he got cold and Brogdon went bananas. So I just, <laughs> we have a luxury. We, we're deep and, 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 you know, um, I'm not an NBA guy. I know you respect him. He's a really good player. Um, just, I just don't think he's a, a winner. Um, but he's a hell of a fucking talent. But he basically was just like, dude, they're deep as fuck. Like, you know, we it's lost. Just, a lot of teams can't, you know. They, Sustainability. Yeah, they, they, yeah. they can't keep up with it. Um, looking at the standings right now, Milwaukee's won 10 in a row. Yeah, they're hot right now, man. So I would assume. I and they got Jay Crowder at the trade deadline, one guy we hadn't talked about. Yeah. And I know, like, he's whatever, but he's a body that's really decent on defense a strong guy that doesn't mind being a bulldozer he's and he always does been hit on threes. good teams yeah, too yeah. he's always been on good teams kind of like a pj tucker yeah you know he's always on some somehow late in the playoffs he's still playing his team's playing he's playing minutes whatever it is so i'm sure he'll make he'll make a difference for them in some capacity um I mean, looking at the rest of the East, we, we touched on this earlier. I don't think we touched on it since we were talking about the Celts, but the Cavs have kind of turned a corner. They're legit. And um, I think they're over the past month, they're number one in offense, number one in defense. So when we start talking about the East, you know, kind of Brooklyn sold out. You know, I don't think I just don't think Miami's there, um, and everyone else is, is you know below that is is not the same. I mean, it's the Celts, the Bucks, the 76ers, and the Cavs right now. Um, I think that's going to be the top four seeds. I don't. I would be very surprised if that changed or anything along those lines. Um, but I could easily see Cleveland, you know, climbing up the ranks. They're getting healthy as well, and the Sixers just don't. They just don't have the depth. So it's like Harden and and Embiid have to play these crazy minutes. And they have to have crazy stats. And Maxie's kind of like just down. to even, yeah. yeah right. And Maxie's kind of gone down. He's like a roller coaster. Yeah. There's some games he's like six points. It seems like, and you're like, well, what the hell happened to him? But um, if he has those, like, good luck. Because like you said, now you're relying on two guys, and you know, we rely on two guys. But then we have a, a slew of people that can just put up yep. double digit points. They don't have that. No. And, uh, not many people. Not many teams have that. No, not at all. So it's gonna be interesting to see how the how the East plays out and. How the um, how they all come out of the the All Star game, regardless of what happens, I hope the Celts just get healthy over the break. I hope Brown doesn't even try to come back and play in the game, even though Agreed. that kind of stinks. That he finally just, made it, yeah, yeah. But like, <laughs> and his coach is coaching. Just just go to the game, show up. You know, just don't go in there and like catch like a a random like elbow or smack or something. You know, that would just it's, be a, very it's not worth it, right? right? Exactly. Um, so hopefully they just come out of the break healthy, healthier than they're going in, and uh, yeah, and we'll 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 kind of see what the second half brings for them. Um, staying on the basketball train, uh, today's Monday, so the top twenty-five rankings came out. You said PC stayed ranked. Yeah, they did. I actually thought they were gonna fall out. I f- for surely thought that we had a rough uh, loss to St. John's, but um, yeah, we we're, we're we're still alive. Twenty-four. Um, it's better than not being ranked. So. Uh, big game tomorrow, um, but yeah, we're we're still alive in the ranking column. So Big East got four right now, ranked Marquette, Xavier. Oh, excuse me, five. five. Uh, Marquette, Xavier, Creighton, uh, PC, and UConn. Um, UConn hanging on to being ranked. I would. They say actually played a better game against um, who they play. I think they played Creighton. Um, and it, it was a good game. I, I watched the majority of it because it came on right after St. John's and, and PC. And um, they're getting better. Uh, I mean, 
they were the number one ranked team before the season. So yep. there's a reason. It just they've been they've looked terrible. The eye test has been bad for them, but um, they have been better playing better ball as of late. But um, I mean, I don't know. The Big East is pretty much up for grabs. We're all just beating up on themselves yeah. right now. It is what it is. Yep. But uh, so the Friars play at home tomorrow night against Creighton. The 13 and 0 at home. Uh, dating back to last year, they still only have one loss at home uh, between two seasons. Um, I think Creighton did Creighton beat him at home last year? Was it Creighton or was it Xavier? Um, I think Xavier did last year. Yeah, Creighton was actually the game was the Big East clincher. I Clint, think. Yeah. yeah. So okay. Um, so yeah, I mean, huge game for them, and then. Obviously, they have some big games coming up. They still have UConn again. Uh, UConn's moving up. I read today that they're moving up their senior night uh, to the PC game. So Who it's is? not UConn. So they're making their senior night the U, uh, the PC game and not their last home game, which I guess you know kind of just feeds a little bit into the rivalry, and we'll we'll see how it goes. But um, they got some. They got the at, at UConn. Uh, they have. Villanova at home, who's been playing much better since they got back healthy, and I know they're, you know, kind of down in the ranks this year. I want to say they're even under 500. Yeah, they are. They're 12 and 13. Um, they're having a, an interesting season because they've beat some good teams and they've lost to some horrendous teams, uh, and then they play Xavier at home, which is a huge game as well. So yeah. they got some big games coming up. Um, I will say that so tomorrow's game, Creighton. I'm a little they again another team that was ranked pretty high, you know, pre-season. Uh, they're they're on a six-game winning streak. Yep. Um, you know, right now they moved ahead of us in the Big East standings. We're pretty close. I mean, we're 10 and four. They're 11 and three. Xavier Marquette uh, uh, fill out the top two spots at 12 and three and 11 and three. So Big East title still in grasp, but we need this W, big one. And their big guy, Ryan Kalmbrenner, or whatever his name is, is just gigantic. The dude is gigantic. And Shireman is a really good player. So mm-hmm. um, I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm worried about tomorrow's game. I do agree with you. We're really good at home. Um, but we just can't come out. we got to come out swinging for the fences, and we need to put them down, and we need to put them down early. So I think they need another Croswell, you know, solid performance. Uh, he played well last time they played him, even though the – the, the big guys were kind of shitting all over him, but he played well, you know, offensively, it seemed like. Um, last game, I don't even know what happened in the St. John's game. I felt like he missed, like, three-foot bunnies. Same thing with Castro. I was like, what? inside, they were just a mess. We but, couldn't shoot the ball either. I mean, I was, I was just going to say, when then, they, then they would kick it out. Locke was at one point one for six. Bynum, Bynum shot two for eleven. Was so, two I mean, for eleven. Um, so the the bench was one for twelve as a whole. Which yeah, we need we need Locke and Bynum or one of them to to shoot well uh, yeah. tomorrow. And if they don't, then hopefully the bench Floyd Pierre somebody can come in and, and give the spark. Uh, Devin Carter be have one of those 
ridiculous games. They're all okay. The, the cool thing is, is there's a bunch of them already that have had you know that those one game yep. performances. Um, and Bryce got to just do Bryce things. He, he needs to he needs to go for the throat. Again, we talked about this at nauseum. I feel like, but like when he's super aggressive, even when he's not playing well, and if he can get to the line and he can have a lot of you know um, get them in foul trouble. I would love that to see, and I wonder if I can look at it, but I would love to see his splits home and away because I feel like at home he shoots. He's got to shoot so many more free throws at home, and I don't I don't know why I think that, but he just he he's so aggressive. It seems like every game, but it just seems like he gets so many more calls at home than he does away. And I wonder if they have home away splits here. Um, I don't know if they have it, but I'll 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 try to grab it here. Uh, while we're talking about it, but even I mean, even the St. John's game, like we talked about, he said he's, he wasn't having a great game, right? And then he ended up with twenty nine and nine. So yeah, he shot fifty. He shot fifty percent. Yeah. So it's right. you know kind of we're expecting him to kind of shoulder the load. He's averaging you know essentially seventeen points and nine rebounds right now, which for the Big East is really good. Um, so yeah, I mean, he's gonna have, just have to have. He just can't have an Xavier in that where he gets, you know, shoots 21% from the field and has 10 points. We just can't have that. <laughs> and if and if you do, if if he's going to shoot 21%, then he needs to get to the line 10 times. You know what I mean? Like, And he needs to shoot like 90% from yep. the line um, and get them in foul trouble. If they get them in foul trouble early, it'll be good for us so we can stay aggressive. Um, but that's what we need to do. We need to be aggressive uh, early and often. So Yeah, I mean, there are two big, two big wins this year, the Marquette game and the UConn game. He shot 18 free throws and then 15 free throws. Yeah. So when 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 he's when he's getting to the line when he's shooting free throws, even the Seton Hall game, they won that game. I won't say just because of him, but he shot 10 free throws in that game too, and he ended up with a double double. So we lost the Creighton the last time we played them, and he had 20 and 10. Um, so he needs to do that again. We just need to we need to win. Yeah. Uh, we we lost by six the last time we played them. They could have won that Creighton game yeah. too, and they, they that was. You know, we won't get into the refs anymore right. about in, in every sport, but that game. It was, was also at Creighton too. That game was very roughly yeah, called. Yeah, yeah I, you know, I won't say it was one way or another, but that was the game that even the same Bryce John's couldn't game. even get a call so, yeah. at the end of the game. It was unbelievable. Um, yeah, he was getting mauled. It was and then we thought he that. got a tech at the end of the first half. Yeah. That was that game, but then it was Cooley and all that stuff. So, um, yeah, big game tomorrow night. For them, so we'll, you know, we'll, I guess we'll see where they stand after that. And then Saturday, they are, I don't have the, the schedule in front of me here. Um, let's see where they're at. Yeah, sorry, I'm at that. I'm game log. I'm, be I'm on the same thing here. I'm in the, I was in the game log just looking at his stuff. Um, so Creighton, uh, Saturday is the Villanova game. Oh, yeah, I forgot. That's this Saturday, right? That's the Saturday, yep. That's a, um, that's is that the late game? Yeah, it's, it's a four thirty game. A four thirty. Yeah, so it's uh, I feel like a, a pretty good time for a game because you can still get out and do something and mm. not be you know eleven o'clock at night or something. <laughs> but yeah, some big games. I mean, uh, at home Creighton, at home Villanova, at UConn. Dang. So big stretch for them coming up. And we'll definitely determine the Creighton, UConn, Xavier games are gonna. That Xavier game is gonna be fucking sick too. I mean, uh, man, we need tickets that are one. still cheap. We if need you that want one. cheap, if you want tickets, they're still cheap. It's a 6:30 start on a Wednesday night, which is not bad at all. 
and um, yeah, it's it's, uh, it's going to be a hell of a game. They're going to need it. Mm-hmm. It's going to be good. But uh, another podcast in the books. Yeah. Um, super happy that uh, we got to do this on this Monday night. We've been uh, kind of mixing and matching days in which to do this. Tomorrow is Valentine's Day. I hope everyone has a great Valentine's Day. And, you know, uh, moving forward, we're going to continue to do our weekly podcast. Um, football is expired. We're done with football for uh, at least a little bit. Um, it will be coming back soon because the combine. We talked about you know, uh, you know the, you know the draft and all all those things. Um, but for the meantime, we'll be focusing on uh, PC hopefully winning a, a second Big East title and uh, the Celtics to keep rolling. Yeah, for sure. And just rolling through Twitter right now, there's no new UFOs today. I don't believe. Uh, just, just more derailed trains. Just two derailed trains. <laughs> um, and yeah, a natural disaster in well, Turkey. Uh, and uh, The earthquake was terrible. This, um, so, um, whatever you want to call this man-made I'll definitely disaster say, in Ohio. I'll definitely send prayers to anyone in Texas, Ohio, and in Turkey um, that might be dealing with these things. And, you know, uh, bless that, you know, things can happen on the change of, you know, snap of the finger and... Um, wild out there just uh hope that everyone's all right and we'll uh we'll keep trucking yeah for sure but catch everyone next week and uh go friars deuces